1: It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3. The fan day one of the franchise tag window has a lot of Cowboys media and fans talking about who they'll give it to if they do, in fact, give it to somebody. It is time now, though, for Zach Wolchuk to give you everything about the Cowboys with free agency just a couple of weeks away in the draft right around the
2: corner. Here he is, Wolchuk. Let's party with it, shall we? We did have ESPN go ahead and put out, we know, their top 50 free agents. But today, Matt Bowen did their top 50 team fits. And they do have mm. one guy that is a fit for our Dallas Cowboys. Dron Payne. Dron Payne might be our guy that we want here. But oh, I, I guess that. Is pain? that right? He's not a best team fit for the Cowboys. Oh. In fact, they're going his best team fit is to stay right where he is with the Washington Bleepin' Commanders. Mm. Week. Yeah, that's not very fun. Not fun at all. How about Dalton Schultz, Cowboys tight end? Where do you think his best team fit could be?
3: Not not here. Let's start with not here. Not here is right. And then it's we not, can it's not with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I mean, I wonder what teams need a tight end. I do think the like I wonder how much Kellen Moore wants to pull from, mm. from the Cowboy offense. There you are using a brain. I mean, that's the only connection that Dalton Schultz has, right? Unless there's a Stanford coach on somebody's roster. David Shaw maybe ends up on a staff. (laughs) Yeah,
2: dude. Uh, But yeah, the best team fit is the Chargers. You have the Kellen Moore connection. Schultz has been good in Kellen Moore's system. Justin Herbert likes his tight ends. And Gerald Everett, he might end up being a cap casualty there. Oh, okay. So we talked about him and Keenan Allen. Ending up being on the streets potentially for the Chargers. So they might be out there looking for a tight end. So Dalton Schultz leaving the Cowboys going to the Chargers could end up making some sense. But the receiver, it is a wide receiver that they have linked to the Cowboys as the best team fit.
3: Jacoby Myers. It's not Jacoby. I think he's the best one
2: going though, huh? It's a guy that maybe, ooh, Jacoby Myers, the best team fit for him is the Houston Texans. It's a guy who might get some eye rolls. DJ Shark. No, might be a little bit fatigued. Oh, uh, Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. Best team fit, the Dallas Cowboys. He would upgrade the Cowboys passing game for Dak Prescott, and the Athletic also put out their biggest team needs for every team, and they said the Cowboys' biggest need is wide receiver. Right. John Machoda, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Said that.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, it could make a lot of sense. And I, I think it, it, it would, especially if you look at these next two years of Dak's contract as um, we're going hard for it here. And then we'll see what develops for 2025. But in the meantime, we got to build a really, really good team. And, you know, if Odell Beckham Jr. is not going to be a player that demands top of the market money, but has the potential to play like a legit number one receiver, could work out. I would be terrified of his injury history. And I would be highly surprised if the Cowboys, who were so skeptical about him in November, suddenly had full faith in him. You know, The Cowboys wanted to do that deal with a number of different you know, things that specifically had to fall in line for them. And if they were happy to give him a multi-year deal, they would have done it already and put him in the building. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't believe that these Cowboys, who let Lyle Collins go and Amari Cooper go, partially because of availability would get back in line with one of the most injured star players of this generation. It just d- doesn't add up to me.
2: No, I, I hear you. Now, Jerry does want to keep this story alive, and I do think that they'll probably kick the tires on Odell Beckham Jr., just to see. But the injury or his, the injury history, the age, I do think his best years probably behind him. So I hear what you're saying there. Now, here's a guy, just won a Super Bowl. We got a text about him, and I've seen several outlets go ahead and say that this could be a good fit for the Cowboys. ESPN does has him just staying put where he just won a Super Bowl in Kansas City. But what about a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster? be great. Might be a low-cost free agent addition. He's a number two. He's not a number one, so he'd be your number two to CD.
4: But that's the problem. If he's low-cost, he would go back to Kansas City, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah,
1: and the idea might be that he played well enough to get a longer contract yeah, off from somebody else. Yeah,
2: maybe. He'll give them the discount. He won't give you the discount. The one thing I th- I wonder about Juju is he is a big brand guy. I wonder if he thinks being a Cowboy is a way for me to make my brand bigger. Because yeah. Juju's the the TikTok, oh. the social media. He is kind of that. He really calm that. that down, though, didn't he,
4: in Kansas City?
3: It certainly Pitt's, felt that way, yes. Pittsburgh, he did.
4: Pittsburgh they wanted, they, Mike Tomlin confronted him about it. So listen, stop. Right. No yeah. more. That right. was one of his yeah. rolling video in the it locker It seems room. like the only yeah. buddy in Kansas City that does TikToks more is uh, Clark Hunt's daughter.
2: Right. Or For, Jackson Mahomes. I was going to
3: say, the, yeah. that's the biggest surprise of the whole season was the combo of Juju Smith-Schuster and Jackson Mahomes didn't go just TikTok berserk. I thought that no. was going to be a weekly Monday storyline about how the, the oh, Mahomes together? brother and the Juju teammate now and all the dancing. But it did kind of disappear right up until Super Bowl week when Jackson, the brother, started just... Going back and then to his Right old ways. after the
2: Super Bowl we found, you know, Juju goes ahead and tries to dunk on the Eagles, and yet AJ Brown dunk back on Juju. And then Tyree Kill today, doing his podcast, went ahead and said, you know what we need to do is we need to go ahead and put out, you know, like we have rap battles. What we need the to versus. do is just have verses. Yeah, we need to have like the verses, but it just needs to be best plays. Go ahead and put the best plays of AJ Brown and Juju Smith Schuster. And okay. that that'll be the versus battle we need. Who ends up winning that? And, and Tyreek's going with AJ Brown, dude. Yeah,
3: Tyreek Hill. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, we like that. The the versus rap battle crushes on social media
1: throw out your three best plays or something
3: yeah you get you get current and, and former players to say like hey I'm better than you we played the same position we go play for play and then it ends up uh it, it goes by vote AJ Brown would crush Juju Smith-Schuster that'd be a I, I fun believe. show
1: that would be sweet yep. man exciting Smith-Schuster by the way just 26 years old uh I'd be all over that 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 sounds great you know he's not a superstar but along with Michael Gallup you are very three deep you are going Absolutely. to be in great shape. Troy Aikman's fond of saying you're only as good as your third best wide receiver. You'd have two number twos. And that might be, you know, the the formula if you can get good enough protection to get enough guys open, keep your picks down and, and keep the ball moving against good defense. Would that
3: be enough for you guys? A Juju Smith Schuster deal, would that be enough for you guys to avoid drafting a receiver in the first couple of rounds? The problem
4: yeah. the problem is when you look at these receivers, the top four guys are going to be off the board before you pick. You're looking at, you're looking, this is not to me, this is a receiver class that I think is good, but not, it doesn't have the depth of the last three that we've seen. So that's a problem. If you're looking for a wide receiver at 26, the value of that player I don't think is going to be as great as you want to believe
1: so you're looking at more of a project guy you might as well wait for round three or four I, for that
4: yeah I to me like I said but you waited round three last year and what you know the kid you got that you know wasn't ready to play Is it too early to write off Jalen Tolbert no I don't think so but the thing about it is though you got to figure out listen is the guy can he can he pick up everything you're trying to do yeah if you came out and said hey we gave him too much you know okay now we got a whole new situation how much the offense are you going to change here you know, is he going to have to pick all that up? And uh, you know, is he have to start over again? You know, those are the things. I just find I find to me a veteran receiver, a veteran receiver, would be good because, like I said, I the, my top four guys I think are gone. I think Addison's gone. I think Hyatt's gone. I think Johnson's gone. I think Smith and Jigba's gone. Now you're talking about Downs from North Carolina, Boutte from LSU, Scott from Cincinnati. That's, I like
2: Scott from Cincinnati.
4: He's is he's a good player. But I mean, i like I saying you're gonna take him at 26. No, see that's what I'm saying. Your 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 guy it, as you get down through the scene, Now we're taking second round players. Right. Once you get to 26, yeah. I mean, I'm taking I'm taking a second round player, but I have a Smith and Jig, but Ohio State. He's not one of my top 20 guys. So you know, he's he on my board's a second round player. Mm. So you I I don't know. I mean, one. I don't think the depth of the draft at wide receiver is something that you know that. I could see the Cowboys not looking at that in in the first I could,
2: round. I can see that. Yeah, in the first round. Yeah, and, and unless for some reason one of those guys slid. Yeah, I, I mean, hear, I was, I was, I hear what you're saying. Kind
3: of hoping that Hyatt would be there at 26. You're telling me that's probably not likely.
4: No, it's a bummer. Really? No, huh?
3: Because so. he brings that speed element that that's, this offense. Look at he
4: is Daniel. Look, he's he's a, a big play guy. You Look at Daniel Jeremiah's draft. He's pretty plugged in on this stuff. You know, look he's got them. a lot of them going on the twenty. He's got them all going right around the same time. He's right. he can't separate them. Yeah. That's the problem on his board. He's like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna have to get rid of these wide receivers. And so he starts picking them one at 20, one at 22, one at 23, one at 24. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's kind of got them all kind of lumped together there.
3: Maybe they're gearing up for one of these trades. Maybe they're looking at, hey, A.J. Brown worked out for the Eagles. Hopkins. Maybe they do the, the Hopkins thing, or I'm sure there's a receiver. Somebody will will come available. Mm-hmm. There's probably a team out there. Somebody just suggested Mike Evans in the 903. Haven't given one second of thought about Mike Evans a, until now, but there, are the Bucs a team that's wanting to sell off parts? Could you capitalize and, and on a team might like, be, like I that? I read an
2: article today well, that, that yeah. Mike Evans could be on the trade well, board. He's, okay.
4: But what, he's in the last year of a contract, right? Yes. $23 million a year? The last they didn't year. want to spend twenty on Amari. Yeah, they're, they're, I think his contract. I'm, 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 i probably should look it up. Even instead of saying it, we but I, I, I kind of feel like that, that he's got one year left. And I think he's at twenty three million dollars.
2: That sounds right. Yeah, he
3: will be a free agent in 2024, and uh, yeah, you're looking at a, a 23, almost 24 million dollar cap hit mm-hmm. for for yeah. him. It's a lot of money. So yeah, that that's definitely. Um, that's definitely a pretty penny, but the Bucks are going to be in a nightmare situation, probably rebuilding. They're going to eat like a $35 million cap hit from Brady, who's not even going to be there. Mm-hmm. So there could be a team like them or another that we can see as the offseason develops that maybe wants to sell off some parts and the Cowboys can capitalize because there is a giant need at wide receiver for this team right now, in my mind.
1: Gentlemen, I, I think that Mike Evans thing, you might have hit on something perfect there, Um you know, his cap number is 23, but his base salary is $13 million. And the trading team that restructured and benefited from all that in the past, yeah. they have to eat that dead cap hit. So you get Mike Evans at one year and $13 million, plus a $1.5 million roster bonus of Pride Transfer as well. So $14.5 mil, basically Michael Gallup money for a number one wide receiver who's 29 years old. You Still know, productive as heck. That could get really fun. I think the only problem is, does Tampa want a, a full one for that? Would
2: you be willing to give up a one for Mike Evans? Mike Evans would be better. If it, it would be a better player at twenty six. In what you'd be drafting. Yeah. Dig digs or him. Yeah, for in a year one.
3: one. But we we keep. Yeah, in year it. one, sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like we got to be more big picture than just tomorrow.
2: Diggs. Right, but he's better than those and the, 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 any of the other receivers that you'd be taking. Digs or him year. for the one.
4: Right. Digs or digs or Evans for the one. Digs.
2: Not oh, Evans. Diggs. You don't want
3: Evans. I, I for a one. I don't. I don't think I want Evans for a one. It's a one year. It's a one think, year deal. Diggs, you're at least going to have for yeah. a while. And I think he's probably maybe about the same age as Mike Evans. But
1: you'd really have to look at the film and determine is this the reason the Tampa offense took t- such a big step
2: back? Well, I feel like was Diggs it the offensive line? injured? And I think. Diggs has more i would left.
3: way rather have digs yeah, and i think too. you have him under contract for longer than just the one year sure. mike evans rental right. i'm open to mike evans but not for a first round
1: pick it was 1100 yards and 14.6 per catch so he can still get down the field They're the same That's, age yeah. They're both but he had a, he had quite a few games that were very disappointing like amari cooper in
2: 2021 esque. Mm. yeah yeah, they're, they're both the same age. But, yeah, he's very injury-prone. Fondig, certainly not quite as much. Now, this was interesting. Uh, A.J. Brown today was talking about Jalen Hurts. And he was talking about a variety of stuff. We played earlier a cut from him. But he was talking about Howie Roseman. He's, you know, he's a big Jalen Hurts guy.
3: He they're loves, like best
2: friends. He, he loves him, And rightly so. I mean, he just had a massive season. And he was taking shots as well at the Tennessee Titans. But he made his comments known towards Howie Roseman about uh, what he thinks about the Jalen Hurts thing and, and how they should go ahead and get this thing done. Take it away, AJ. Listen,
3: listen,
5: listen I love Philly.
3: And I'm about, what I'm about to say, you do not pay this man. Just shoot me off wherever he finna go. It's <laughs> so, always. I'm, I'm telling
5: I'm you. I'm
0: telling you. <laughs>
2: Package
0: with is. him. Listen, so you talk about pressure? Howie, get it done. Get it done. <laughs>
2: Howie, get it done. So, hey, if uh, they don't sign Jalen Hurts, maybe A.J. Brown's out there. You can go trade for him. <laughs> well, <you're> gonna, it <laughs> seems like
3: they're a package deal, Walchuk, so you're going to have to take Hurts as well.
2: Well, would you uh, would you do that? Is it worth it just to get A.J. Brown?
3: <laughs> nah. Man, uh, th- this is – this is... Bring
2: the Texas kid home? Jalen, Jalen Hurts? Hurts is,
3: Jalen Hurts is getting the contract, man. He's getting the contract. And, and thank God for A.J. Brown. Cowboys fans should be applauding A.J. Brown right now for doing that. And I think Hurts was getting the contract either way, but that's like a little cherry on top. Like, get it done, Howie – is one hell of a line right there from AJ? Get it done, Howie.
1: Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how that whole thing plays out. If if he makes another leap up, um, it could turn into a nightmare. You know that that could be a, 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 a like a like an Eagles from 20 years ago type of situation where they end up winning the division multiple years in a row and having great postseason success, and that's a personal Cowboys hell you want nothing to do with. So you got to keep your fingers crossed that this year was a result of of the surroundings and and some really good defensive play than Jalen Hurst putting the team on his back. But as long as he's going to run as effectively as he did this year, they are going to be damn hard to stop no matter who's blocking for him. All right, we got to run nation. When we come back, it's time to hit the expressway. We got 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. Bobby Belt, Cowboys Insider, LA Live coming up at around 540 here on 1053 The Fan.
5: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the
1: cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New
5: iPhone 15s? It's better
0: over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch
5: oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
1: welcome back nation it is time now to hit the expressway it is the uh franchise tag day in the NFL, the window has opened. We'll get Bobby Belt's thoughts on the Cowboys and franchise tags around the NFL coming up in about six minutes. LA Live with Lucius is coming up at about 5 40 right here on 105.3, the fan. Okay. Um, yeah, let's hit this. Uh, you have, last week we heard from the MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred, about what would happen if Bally Sports goes bankrupt. Today, we get quotes from the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, and uh, he says, short term, I'm not at all concerned. It largely affects the regular season for the NBA in terms of distribution, delivering those games to our consumers. And if they were to indeed, you know, file for bankruptcy, there won't be that much of the regular season left. And for that period of time, we will have in place arrangements, if necessary, to continue to distribute those games to fans. So I think that's what's most important. Silver referenced local over-the-air television channels and streaming services as potential fallback options should bankruptcy interrupt Bally Sports coverages. So uh, you're in good shape there. Uh, you know, uh, I, I guess maybe uh, at, at the end of this 30-day grace period, which will end around March 10th, uh, something could happen. Uh, but Adam Silver and Rob Manfred, both very confident. Nothing to worry about there with your Ballys. They're going to get on one way or another.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think and I think baseball does have to worry about it more cuz their season hasn't even started yet. So they're about to get in there. The NBA is about to probably have an off season to figure out how they want to pivot. The the MLB was is probably going to be the 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 league that is most immediately affected, I would think.
1: Yeah, what a nightmare having to figure out do we need a different partner? You know, are these partners ready to go? Do they have the equipment in the different towns and we're going to get broadcast trucks here and and there? And I would imagine it is their top priority. Like TV money is now the biggest revenue source by uh, a major factor. They'll be up for it. And I, I don't think fans are going to experience that much of an inconvenience. It might get better when he said over the air. That could mean like TXA-21. Yeah, that's we what I was have a, thinking, we could right? We have a total party down the stretch, especially if the Mavs start playing better. It would be great that everybody could watch.
2: It, that's what it used to be on. It used yeah. to be like KDFI-27 or TXA-21 or CW-33. Like We just used to have it on our local stations. I think that this could be an improvement to yeah. where now all of us can watch this thing.
4: Yeah, for all of us that spent the 200 bucks for the year, I, I hope we can help you get it on Channel 21.
2: Brian's yeah. like, go bleep yourself, no, Bally. Figure no. this out. It's no, no. like
1: you got a class action on your hands, Brian.
4: No. Uh, you know what heck it's part of it man you 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 put the chips on the table you roll the dice and hope for the best yeah you know you, like i said everybody there were so many things about we were talking about this when Bally's took over there were so many of these unknowns and questions and how they're going to do this and how yeah. they're going to do that it just all just it all became true don't you just love that it's blowing up in their face mhm like, hey, I, we, they, I just don't want to lose the games. I mean, yeah. I just oh it, no, me it, either. I mean, I, the that money, the money's fine. let that happen. The money's fine. I don't care. Just let me see the Mavs, the stars and the Rangers. That's that's what I signed up for. That's what I want to see.
1: Dawson, it's 2023. Why can't we just pay for the specific teams we want to watch? I think we might be heading in that direction. It'll be interesting. I, I know Amazon and Google and Twitter and social medias yeah. are trying to get rights to games. And who knows what this landscape well, could look did. like.
2: MLB has a partnership with Apple. They would do like the Apple yeah. Friday night game of the week. Yeah. And so some of the Rangers games were specifically only streaming, I think, on Apple. Yeah, they did you an know. Ace game, didn't they, one night? Yes. They had
1: it
4: from, yes. from, from Oakland, right? Yeah.
1: It's such a pain in the ass. Like the internet just isn't quick enough to load these apps, especially on a bad product like a smart TV. You know? It's just it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to go back to regular cable or digital cable. Same, bro. You know, like, you know I'm like, with you. I like mean, I'm, I'm, I'm having to hit buttons and wait like 30 seconds for things to buffer. It's like I want to hit last channel and just be done with it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some sort of a more consumer friendly all in one with immediate responsiveness because it really feels like we're going backwards. We're, getting, we're spending more money for less options. Like streaming was supposed to get you the stuff you wanted for cheaper. And now it's like I got eight different apps. I got to hit the home button on the on the damn fire stick every 30 seconds if I want to go watch something else. And it's great to have access to all the movie streaming and the different TV channels. There's some cool stuff about it. But damn it, uh, the consumer interface is, is trash. That, that's what that is. Pat Beverly on why he chose to sign with the Bulls. I'm going back home. He said, yeah. yeah, he's a Windy City guy, says it was between Golden State and the Bulls. Mm. But between playing time and being home, uh, he chose Chicago and he's going to try to help them make the playoffs. I'm excited. I get to take my son to school. I get to uh, take my son and baby girl to school and I get to pick them up every day and I get to rep my city on my chest. So that's got to be fun for Patrick Beverly. The The Hawks uh, fired Nate McMillan, uh, the former Trailblazers, Pacers coach, and now former Atlanta Hawks coach, had a good three-year run there. You know, when he first took over, they went on a great run and they made the conference finals. Set expectations really high. They have not been able to get back. But in his three seasons as the Atlanta coach, 99-80. and And, uh, it's not bad. he was one of my favorite coaches to cover because he always has great life lessons and he's like tough and tough minded. And if you remember him as a player, which, you know, the yeah. the older people will, um, he was awesome. You he know, played. he, he really was, he was on those Sonics teams that took on Jordan, mm-hmm. the bulls in like 1995 or, or something. And he was like, he was kind of a, th- uh, he was kind of like ahead of his time cause he was so damn big, but played point guard. Yeah. And I think if he would come out in today's game, uh, he would be even more incredible than than he was back then. But he was a big part of that uh, that that Seattle team that was really good with Gary Payton, and Sean Kemp, and then uh, Real Madrid today turned on the class, come from behind five two win over Liverpool in the round of sixteen Champions League game at Anfield. Oh, uh, uh, as
4: he'll never walk alone,
1: Vinicius Junior and Kareem Benzema. Both netted a brace, two goals each. The rematch of last year's final won by Madrid, a thriller. The 14-time champion scoring five unanswered goals after going down 2-0 to put Jeez. qualification for the quarters on an almost certain track.
4: You should have seen Wolchuk's face when you said the brace. Yeah. You got it. look like,
1: what? Yeah, the brace. What's the brace? Two goals.
6: Got your hat trick. Got your brace. Yeah.
1: It is time now for Bobby Bell to join us here on your Home of the Cowboys 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, Bobby. How the heck are you?
6: I'm great.
1: How are all of you? Oh, we're doing good. Uh chipper yeah except for woolchuck he had a nightmare vacation it, it turned out to make him more stressful than the job actually
6: yeah, yeah. i was i was beating him down with texts and he was like would you stop texting me my life is going to s and i was like sorry
2: i love
1: you bobby i <laughs> love you too that phone keeps buzzing and you think oh is it the uber guy oh is it help is it up no it's just no, bobby do Bobby you. With like how much
2: weight were you losing the first few weeks i feel like i'm not losing enough weight what's going on am i eating enough L- look, at my, look at the pics i'm sending you does my face look fat to you No, Bobby, you look sexy as hell. I can't wait to blow the belt with you tomorrow.
6: I mean, don't don't tell everybody the picks I send you because that wouldn't be good. Some of
2: those are between us. Hey, uh, how sure are you
1: that Tony Pollard is uh, getting the tag here, franchise tag? Tony Pollard's coming for him.
6: Uh, I I mean, I feel like it's it's pretty likely at this point. But you remember, like, we didn't. uh, There was a this same time last year, there was certainty that Dalton Schultz wasn't coming back, and then they got to combine and they talked through things and had their meetings at the end of the month, and they came out of it and said, "Ah, we're going to tag Dalton Schultz." And so, uh, I mean, things can still evolve. Th- things can still change. But uh, my thought process is that it's it's likely uh, that that will be the case. Now, I, I know it's tough for, for a lot of fans to swallow. They, you know, got some PTSD from the Zeke contract. Uh, I will say it's it's... Different in a couple ways. One, you're talking about it's a single one-year deal. You're not locking him into a six-year extension on top of two years remaining on a rookie deal, putting him under control for eight years like they did with Zeke. Um, and you paid Zeke at the time an average of $15 million annually on a $188 million cap. So you gave Zeke 8% of your cap. Uh, for a single year, you give that to Pollard, the $10 million franchise tag number you're talking about, 4%. Um, and, and he's still a fresher, I think, uh, a fresher player now than Zeke was even when he got the deal. Uh, and so, uh, you know, w- would I be upset as a Cowboys fan if, if they moved on from Tony Pollard? Probably not, um, just because I think that running back is a position that um, you can cycle through a little bit. Uh, I'm not saying you can just find anybody, but I think you can, uh, you know, if you, if you trust your scouting staff, I think you can find some good guys, uh, you know, particularly in this draft. And if you, uh, you know, if you do resign or if you do have them on the franchise tag, then all right, that's fine with me, too. You, you got to spend a certain amount of your cap space anyway. You can't just hoard all of it. And so, uh, you know, if you feel like, well, we're not really going to spend this on anything else. It's just 10 million on a 224 million dollar cap. We can do this. Um, then, you know, that that would be fine with me, too. I, I really come down on this and just say either or I'm OK with.
3: Okay, you, you you're you're down with it. I get even off the injury. I mean, th- does the injury situation not scare you off?
6: No, I, like I mean, like I, I mean, I, I he'll be ready for camp in all likelihood. And I mean, you're talking about a an injury that it's not like Dax or anything to me. Um, and so I, I get it's a a position that probably requires some some greater ankle flexibility and foot quickness and things like that. And so that would be a question. But, I mean, if you're wrong, what are you wrong about? You're wrong about a year um, where you you probably have, you know, uh, contingencies in place if, if he's not ready. Uh, but, I, I mean, it's, it's not the same mistake as you saw a clearly declining Ezekiel Elliott that you locked in like you did. Uh, so, to me, it, it's one of those where if it works, great. Even if it doesn't work, you're you're done with it in a year and it didn't eat up too much of your cap relative to uh, a percentage.
2: We were discussing the Cowboys and wide receiver being their biggest need. A lot of outlets have put that on their off-season priorities for the Cowboys as number one. Do you agree with that? And how aggressive do you think that they'll be? Do you see them maybe getting into the trade discussions for, say, a DeAndre Hopkins or some other big-name receivers?
6: Ooh, I would hope they wouldn't get into trade discussions with DeAndre Hopkins and then just take on his twenty eight million or whatever his cap figure is. Um after that, the Amari situation. Yeah, that that wouldn't <laughs> be great. I wouldn't I wouldn't love twenty eight million dollars for DeAndre Hopkins, but uh, you know, I think they will I don't think this is just gonna be oh I'll run it back. You know, we'll we'll figure things out with Jalen Tolbert. Michael Gallup should be better off. Uh, you know, they, they still have this affinity for Odell Beckham Jr., clearly. Uh he will, I'm sure, get get a look during this off season. Uh, but you know, yeah, I think that receiver is still your, your number one, uh, your, your number one target that you need to have this off season. Or look, if you, if you don't, if you say you want to run it back with the receiver or, or sign some mid-level free agents instead, then say, okay, fine. You can do that. As long as you're bringing me like Luke Musgrave in the draft from Oregon state. Like if you're doing something like that and you're talking about a real mismatch and and an athlete who can, uh, be one of those elite mismatches at tight end that so many teams take advantage of. All right, fine. That's that's okay, too. Um, but regardless, pass catcher. So, I mean, it doesn't even have to be receiver. It just has to be pass catcher. It's got to be a weapon. Uh, it can't just be seedy or bust.
4: Bobby, could there be a, a tight end that's rated higher on their board than a wide receiver?
6: Uh, like, like, would the highest rank, like when they get to their pick, you mean?
4: Yeah, like, uh, for example, say that Addison, Hyatt, Johnston, and Smith and Jigba are all gone. Mm-hmm. And then you got, let's say, Mayor from Notre Dame makes it, you know, mm-hmm. to, to you there. Musgrave, you mentioned him. Could those two tight ends that I mentioned be better than a Downs, Butte, Scott kind of a combination at wide receiver?
6: Yeah, potentially. Like, like I mean, I I think they I think they like both of those players. I think they like Mayor, and I think they like Luke Musgrave. Um, and so I, obviously, I mean, you know this uh, as well as I do, Brian. That. Uh, you know they're still going through the process, so so we don't know exactly where they have everybody graded no. and and how they have them stacked yet. Yeah. Um. But you know, and combine will be a big part of that. Um. Will be a big part of their conversations, obviously, and as will pro days. But um. Yeah, I think there's a a real possibility that, that could be the case. If you talked about some of those top receivers being taken off, I wouldn't. I I got to be honest, I wouldn't be stunned if they were to have one of the top tight ends graded higher than even like Hyatt. Yeah. Like that wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Mm.
1: Micah Parsons another great tweet said nobody willingly goes from L. A. to Detroit. Uh, is he in? Uh, is is he on thin ice here at all? Either with <laughs> other fan bases or with the Cowboys themselves? Are they? Are they? Uh, are they enjoying this as much as we are?
6: Uh, like I mean, yeah, I think we love it. Uh, I, I'm sure other fan bases uh, get a little annoyed with it, and yeah, people in Detroit probably don't love it. I don't think he's turned into like a. A national villain yet, but I mean, everybody's time comes for that when you're good enough. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I think, was still is to me one of the more likable you know superstars out there. Uh, but around 2020, the Tampa Super Bowl, it, it seemed like the entire football viewing world kind of turned on him, uh, the fan bases, and and were just cheering for the demise of the Chiefs. Uh, so I mean, yeah, eventually it'll it'll probably come for him. But no, I th- I think people uh, you know have fun with it. Obviously. He's made Philadelphia mad with uh, what he said about Jalen Hurts. Uh, he he upset some people, I know, with uh, the Brittany Griner stuff. I'm sure people in Detroit are unhappy with what he says about their city. Uh, and, you know, he's he made Wolchuk unhappy with having to get his beard shaved because he couldn't get to 15 and a half sacks. So, uh, yeah, I think that it's, it's enjoyable for us. I, I don't think he's on thin ice, though, um, because as long as he continues to play at a really high level, I think everybody just finds it entertaining.
2: What do you think about the interest that the Cowboys have in C.J. Stroud?
6: Yeah, um, that was a great segment earlier. I liked that a lot. Uh, I think that they like him in the way that they also liked Zach Wilson, and they like him in the way that they once liked Trevor Lawrence and, <laughs> and other guys. I think that they they like those players, uh, and and I don't think it has any necessary direct impact. The The analogy I made with Brian on the podcast earlier today was Dalvin Cook. They liked Dalvin Cook. They thought he was an intriguing player. They had him as a first-round graded player, and then when it got to their pick and Dalvin Cook was sitting there, they said, we don't need a running back, and they drafted Taco Charlton. So I I, I think it's intrigued in the sense of that's a good player. We like that player. That's an interesting player, but I don't think it's anybody that they would pick at, at 26 even. Uh,
1: a higher asset for another quarterback. That is one year away, two years away, or eight years away, Bobby?
6: Uh, what, what's higher asset for you? Top, like top 100? A first round pick or money? Ooh. Um, uh, not anywhere in the, the foreseeable future, I would say. Right on. There he is, Bobby Belt. Anything else before we let you go? Just one thing. Gavin, yeah. Brian, Zach, Eric, Lucius, Carter, everybody there, I love you all. Okay? Let, let's all be happy. I love you all. Love, love you me too. We're happy,
1: Bobby. There he goes, have. Bobby Belt <laughs> here with healing words for you, Brian. He's but a jerk. I think he thinks you need it.
0: No, I'm good, man. Yeah, he did mention us all.
1: Yeah. All right, it is time now to go back into the Pimp Cup
0: where Lucius is standing by with L.A. Live. I got a question for the Tolos and some headlines right after Rick. Well, I'll let you, you scratch time you smoke. I'll fire up this funk and let's have a It'll make you dance with some of everything. for February 21st, 2023. Sa passe, happy Fat Tuesday to you. Yeah. Yes, Na Hey. Question for the Tolos. Uh, what is the weirdest thing on your bucket list? What is the weirdest thing on your bucket list? <laughs> Yeah, I really want to go to the Himalayan mountains. Is that weird? I want to get I want to get high up
1: there on like one of those uh, on one of those hikes. You know, maybe fifteen twenty thousand feet. Okay, like a like a, a like a monk tour guide. You know. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. You know, they say those high mountains are spiritual places for sure. So. You know, I don't know where where the root of that is, but I was hanging out in Mount Shasta a bunch a couple of summers ago, and really felt the energy coming off that mountain. I want to go higher. Let's go. Let's go Himalayas. You can get some grade A
3: salt up there in the Himalayas. That's as well right. for that brisket. Mm, that yeah, right, that's
4: good, good Hell call. Yeah, yeah.
0: we have a toll load that says he wants to spend twenty four hours in solitary confinement in complete darkness. Okay. That's the starter darkness retreat. Is Rogers back from his, by the way,
1: yet? Shouldn't he be coming out pretty soon? Got- I-,
3: I feel like if he was back, he would have been on McAfee today because that's his usual Tuesday deal. Good point. So I don't know. It's all up in the air. I'd like to think he's still in the darkness, uh, but maybe he's maybe he's come out. I-, I keep saying I hope for his sake and his eyes' sake that he-, he-, he times it to where he gets out of the darkness in the middle of the night. He's trapped. You don't want that Nooner sun just blasting your eyeballs Ooh, after four. That days be of That'd be brutal. Need some blue blockers. Thing.
0: What's the weirdest thing on your bucket list? I asked the Tolo's. I got answers like Crash a wedding. Have lunch with God and see what his side is like. <laughs> okay. you gotta get Tolos,
4: that, man. You gonna get that check?
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. I wanna go to a festival and play in the mud. <laughs> All right. All right. Open mic Night at a comedy club. Okay. Yeah. Tolo's. Ooh, that see sounds bro. terrifying, dude. That uh, is terrifying. Western. That'd be a good bet payout. Hell no. What's the weirdest thing on your bucket list? To hop out of a car and run from the police. Oh, wow. Like with a helicopter chase would be
4: kind of cool, too,
1: right?
0: Five stars, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs>
4: I want a bulletproof
1: vest and a 4.3 speed, you know? Oh,
4: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: That would be nice. Most of those guys can't run, though. You might be able to get them at a, at a 4.6, 4.7 level.
4: If you could take out the helicopter, you got a chance, you know? the helicopter, Helicopter's a problem. The helicopter yep. always finds you, you know? Yep. so.
1: Yeah, hiding, hiding uh, below like a John boat in the backyard.
3: Yeah. Well, as yep. a scout, you know better than anybody brought us the eye in the sky. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie.
0: What's the weirdest thing on your bucket list? I asked the Tolos. Question for the Tolos. Uh, I want to go to Iceland. Mm. That's the warm one. They get down in Iceland, bro. Yeah. They get down in Iceland. Uh-huh. So it's
4: Greenland that's cold
2: and Iceland that's where they get The Vikings tricked you on that one. Yes, I learned that in D2, The Mighty Ducks. Gordon Bombay goes on a date with that Iceland chick. What's the weirdest thing on your
0: bucket list? Strip on stage. I want to hook up with a little person. Visit a volcano. (laughs) Your mom, Lucius. Okay. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Learn to pilot a helicopter. Okay. I can't tell you. You'll judge me. (laughs) Uh, Love in a chairlift. Oh, ski lift. Okay. Oh, those seats are terrifying. Okay, yeah. Geez, yeah. Might want a gondola for that. Uh,
1: I don't don't know. Uh, The the standard ski lift, a two-seater? I -uh. fell the bleep
2: off of that. Yeah, (laughs) terrifying. I really did. It was not good. (laughs) We fell off? Yeah. Yeah. From what point? Like I was, I didn't get on it properly. Yeah, and I was dangling off.
0: <laughs> nice. Did <laughs> like, they shut it down? It, it was it, early.
2: It's lifting. It's lifting. Okay. My grandfather's like, "You should drop, drop, just drop." Let go, son. <laughs> and I just dropped before <laughs> I got too high, and I just went right into the nice pile of snow. Yeah.
4: Nice. And everybody laughed at you. Uh-huh.
3: Hey, you got to be careful getting stuck in that powder. Yep. Uh, you, you'll. I mean, that, that's I like being stranded in the middle of the there. ocean. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Lucius. How about run with the bulls? Yeah, that's pretty strange, you know. I feel you. No, you don't. I mean, you know, I get it. <laughs> no, you I don't. can get the adrenaline rush and running and everything, but once I hop over the fence, I'm not coming back over. I yeah. see people jumping back. I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm good. You gotta man. get I back way. in hey, the bro. game when nah, they're I gone, yeah. I made it, bro. Yeah. Uh what's the weirdest thing on your bucket list? Last answer right here, I got. Learn how to drive an eighteen wheeler. Somebody wants to do that. Oh, there you go. I cool. feel like I can do that, but I want like one half of eight. Can I just get eight wheels? Something like that. nine. Six still, wheels, nine, can't miles, I can't nine wheels. Can't
4: drive a would be bad.
1: I don't know how they go down the highway, especially with the no shoulder lanes that they have, like in 635 and 30 in some spots. Like, even in a regular vehicle, I feel claustrophobic me trying too. to sneak through two different vehicles. That would, would, would terrify me. And and then the, the trailer thing, I still can't get it right. The ice truckers? You know, to, to back up with a trailer? Oh, oh yeah. No, that's Try it. driving a boat? You gotta turn yeah, the opposite yeah. way That's you a wanna special go right? skill you know, set. Man. Like it, it, you know, my driveway is isn't that long. It probably takes me fifteen minutes if I if I try to back it back it in. Seriously, fifteen minutes. Like five feet and then back to and then recorrect and try it again mm-hmm. and try it again. And what do you mean with your truck? Yeah, with a van and like a little trailer that I use to like uh take Abby's go kart spots. Oh, okay. You
0: know? g back of the day. We do it every day here on The Fan at 2.30. Uh, our winner right here is a Houston weatherman for CW39, Mr. Adam Kruger. He likes to throw in little rap verses in his broadcast you know he gets challenged from the people that follow him and they wanted him to do a little california love right here so he did it when it comes to rain over the next seven
1: days though california knows how to party look at all that wet weather there. there is no surprise there's a flood watch
0: from oakland to sacktown the bay area and back down we're looking at about five to seven inches in southern california cal is where they put their mac down love. <laughs> How about regulators?
1: It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Check out the time lapse as the kids are heading out to the bus stop. That wind about to make some bodies turn cold. Wind chills in the 20s. (laughs) We're in need of something else. Our cold front just hit the east side of the USA. We're heading into a whole new era. But as we get into next week, those temps are high like every day. Coming up though, I've got a forecast full of warmth and it's going real swell. That 10-day forecast in less than 10 minutes. Mm.
0: The next stop is the Eastside Motel. Motel. Headlines, uh, male contraceptive pill is almost here. Oh. Yeah, how about that? Scientists are currently testing on a on-demand, non-hormonal male contraceptive pill that stops sperm from being able to swim, Chico.
3: Wow. It's a, yeah, it's a bummer, dude. I got to go full vasectomy uh, before this thing really takes off. You
1: do. You can't risk it at this I point. Cannot, you can't. Scheduled? You can't wait for the trial it version. Is, yeah,
3: I'd like to test the,
4: the pill on you. I think you'd be a good subject for the pill.
3: Well, because <laughs> like if if it works on me, <laughs> yeah, it work, it, work yeah on it work on
4: anybody. Yeah,
3: not a bad I never idea. Really,
1: I never really had that issue, Chief. I've I've never made a baby without having full intention to do so. Really? Yeah. Man, I wish I could say the same. The look
3: of shock and surprise on my face all three times were just, you've got what? to be bleeping kidding me.
1: How did
0: How did? How did this last time happen? it took me like five years. I wasn't a part of this. it. It took me a long time last time. yeah. Another headline right here, Jalen Rose, NBA great Jalen Rose, says you should be spending $100 with your barber. Yeah. This guy. So first off, the minimum you're supposed to be spending for a quality barber is $100. I'm here to defend the sanctuary that is called barbers and beauticians. You know, so many guys and people out there think y'all gonna show up and get a fly haircut and y'all gonna spend $35. Y'all gonna go to the end of the line, y'all gonna hit up y'all barber, they're gonna send you to the voicemail, you'll have a one o'clock appointment, you're gonna get there at one o'clock and somebody gonna be sitting in. Ooh, yeah.
1: Even brought us. I think you can get that done for 20 you bucks. Gotta drop easy. a Hundo?
4: I mean, let me tell you what, man. I I you're gonna laugh. I spent 65.
2: Yeah, we're laughing.
4: <laughs> I'll tell you why, because I get the full service, like the, oh, yeah. the nose, the ears, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, Looks like, nice. It's, yeah, you know, I mean. I to yeah. go to a place for the nose. I just, just
3: chucked could use the ear one. That's what I was going to say. I just I, hit I the age where the they're, they're starting to do the eyebrows on me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, eyebrows. Man. I might appreciate that no, attention yeah. to detail. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jalen Rose is, he's spending a ridiculous amount then, because it seems like he's probably getting a, a fresh tape up like every other day. Yeah. He's dropping 100 he's probably dropping a hundred bucks and he's saying a hundred bucks minimum. He's probably going double that and he's doing it. I would think three times a week. He's getting a fresh air.
2: We know Micah Parsons couldn't disagree more with this guy though. Mike is like, hell no, I'm not paying that. Okay. So multiple people are telling me on the text, the shorter trailers are
1: harder than the long trailers. So maybe that's my problem. Yeah, that's like when uh, wifey <laughs> says, no,
3: the smaller the better. They're just trying to make you feel good, Dawson. <laughs> okay, okay, A lot of general uh fans yeah, out, it's out there. About The,
0: the theme in the my life better. is what you're saying. <laughs> Have you guys seen Avatar, The Way of the Water yet? Anybody? Yes, yes. sir. Have not. How do you like it, Zach? Uh, it was okay. It was okay? It was mid? It was mid. It was mid. It looks great. <laughs> I mean, it's like three hours, and it's mid for three hours? Yeah, I mean, little, uh, I wasn't blown away. i Avatar: uh, The Way of the Water has now surpassed Titanic, Star Wars, and Star Wars to become the third highest-grossing film of all time, with 2.243 billion dollars worldwide.
4: James Cameron, right?
1: Is it getting good with this? Is
2: Is it as good as the first one?
0: I don't. I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Well, Chuck, good as the first one? Uh, it is probably as good as the first one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought the first one was also like okay. just okay. Yeah, it's all about the visuals. It's
0: all about the visuals. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So is it visually no? It's captivating? visually stunning. It okay, absolutely. There we is. go. Huh.
2: Good
0: for you, sir. I enjoyed the first one a lot. I saw it in three D. Yeah, no, and, this one you would enjoy
2: yeah. this one as well.
0: Yeah, I thought it was cool. Another headline for you boys mm. and the Tolos. There's a debate on the Today Show. How often do you wash your clothes? Shout out mm-hmm. to Al Roker. He was sitting down with a panel of folks, and this just randomly came up, and it got serious.
2: How <laughs> often do you wear your clothes before washing them? What
0: do you mean, how often?
5: <laughs> so, like, do you wear jeans multiple times? And I say yes.
2: Jeans are different. I wear
5: jeans wear a couple jeans of times. can wear a few times. Please. I even have the kids wearing their jeans a couple of times if they don't like. Yeah, because otherwise, paint and it's a waste. Okay, how
0: about
2: how about pajamas?
0: Uh, I ooh. shower
5: at night, so I'll wear my pajamas for like three nights. I'm
0: changing pajamas every day. After. Every, day, wear day every, every day. day, by day, by day the way. Yeah. Every before day. Every day. Before I switch into three night. nights I Why shower at night? night I'm wearing clean but after you take a shower you're still rolling around in those jammies you, you get all your dead skin person. cells the
4: average person perspires what? a cup of sweat every night at oh, night I at agree night. yeah he's, oh, right. Oh, he's right. right he's,
2: he's right, right. right. No, he's right. No, you
0: perspire I
5: smell <laughs> them and they smell like the soap from the night before That's <laughs> okay. Okay. That's in your well mind. I
2: think it also depends on how much you sweat and you sweat no I don't
5: always sweat. It's cold right now.
4: Well, that's because it's what's what's in your veins is ice
0: cold. Sweaty Betty. <laughs> wow. I'm joking. It's a joke. Got, got another oh, anchor no. situation. We're going to have to watch that pretty soon. See, I was going to work out later. They like me and Brian on vacation. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> vacation photos six months from now after they get fired.
3: Do you think he's just shooting from the hip there? He doesn't know what he's talking about with the average one cup of sweat per night. That seems... I, I don't know, man. Al Roker's smart. seen a lot of doctors. Man, I think that might be true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's seen a lot of doctors, man. He probably got some information we didn't have yet. I'm a pro that's shower true. in the morning he's guy. He's
3: privy to more information. Yeah. I'm a nighttime shower guy, so I will recycle the, 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 pee, the pajama pants a couple nights in a row the before...
4: Before washing like Clearly. that lady. Dude, the way you <laughs> yeah. pee in your pants, I'd go every night. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you got issues. I thought I had problems at fifty nine, bro. You're peeing in your pants at twenty eight. Is it because I'm what running you, I'm running to the bathroom all the time? What are you doing? Seriously. And you're like, oh, I have recycled those things every night. Every yeah. other night. You're no, bro. You I, need to rethink that. that. Shirt, socks, undies have to be a one
3: wear and then wash situation. Yeah, I think the pants, pants can do a bro guess you can do a little bit more with the pants but with the way these urinals are oftentimes <laughs> like because i i learned this over the summer a couple of summers ago realizing all, like wearing shorts and peeing in the urinal and the amount of splashback that i was getting on my shins i was like i don't even realize yeah. in the winter how much my pants the Ugh. like the, the the pant leg on Ugh. my shins
1: is getting splashed on and then your kids run up and hug that part of you. you you're like get away from these pants i but don't know do they a girl
4: that had poop pants yeah, I yeah that was that was that was a different Very time in Dawson's you guys life.
1: Are
2: sick man. Yeah, Dawson asked for that. <laughs> that was specific, that was a specific request.
4: request.
0: <laughs> At least take him out to use the restroom. Yeah. Uh, last headline for you boys: sixty-seven-year-old uh, former NBA player Marquise Johnson. You guys familiar with this man? Yeah. No. He played from 1977 to 89. Oh, yeah. Trey Punte. There we go. Yes. Oh, number eight. Yes. Yes. This is what was. This yeah. was one of
1: my favorites. There yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, he was big when, when Fox was doing their big studio show. Yeah. He was their NBA expert like 20 years ago. He was all over TV.
0: Yes, yes, he was all over yeah. TV. He's been on TV shows, movies. He was in White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. He was a guy that went and said, I'm going to get my gun. Okay. gonna run to the car. Great broadcaster. Yeah. Uh, he's still dunking. Cool. Still dunking at, what is this, 67 years old. Listen. Hey. Time for the birthday dunk, just turned 67 years old. That's right, a couple days ago, NBA dunk contest. Mac McClung, we're paying homage to Mac McClung. I'm Black McClung, right? He had on the (laughs) Gate City high school jersey. I'm rocking the Crenshaw championship jacket, that's right. I'm rocking the Crenshaw 50th anniversary blue and the gold. That's right. And then underneath this, of course, UCLA. Gilbert may not like that, but hey, who cares? And then underneath that, Man, I like Boom By the way 19 Dude's got like four different jerseys <laughs> on yeah. Just to get this dunk off <laughs> yeah. I know he's hot as hell He's <laughs> sweating 80. that cup God, God. Yeah, <laughs> Al Roker I told you I told you
1: <laughs> All-star jacket number eight Used to be a lot more visible But hey, it's been 40 years What do you want? Number eight, yeah Alright,
3: here we go Alright, guys Let's do it You think I can get this done? Huh, Josiah, huh, Gil? Yes, sir Alright,
0: regulation oh, hoop Regulation court you know, Here we go Let's go!
5: Yeah. That's right,
4: Black <laughs>
1: That's damn impressive,
4: dude. Good for him. Yeah,
1: Sixty-seven man. years
0: old. Sixty-seven years old. I'll probably never be able to dunk again. I think about it every time there's a mm. basketball goal around me. Do you? Is your is your it's good over. foot
1: a good jumping foot? For yeah, one, yeah, one yeah. It's,
0: it's the one I should take off on. Okay, okay, but still. So there's just maybe just some not, hope. Maybe, maybe. No, but at know. least
3: there's a built-in excuse there, Lucius. You can always point to man, if I'd have never broken my leg, I'd well, probably
2: still be Well, let me sit down, down and tell you today. a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that time. one
1: time. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, man, that's my time.
1: Thank you, Lucius. L.A. Live every Stop night about five forty. Have
0: a good, fat Tuesday.
1: Yeah, salute to you, Lint. Starting tomorrow for Get Brian the matches, and I. Yeah. And uh, Many people uh, around there, uh, so I know it is a big fat Tuesday, and uh, I, I do plan on enjoying every bit of it tonight, probably with some donuts, <laughs> maybe some uh, some Twix. I saw Twix has a new like uh, cookie dough-centered uh, one. I oh, wow. saw I that, gotta, I got to break into that. I, I don't know how Woolchuck does it for like years now on, on soda. This is six weeks, and I act like I'll never have something good to eat for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah, it's not easy, man. It, right. Trust me, it's not. Four down.
1: We got one to go around the rim. I got the shakes. It's let's, working. Let's get the latest on the association and what's going to transpire when play picks back up later on this week. It's next year. The g Back Nation, the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours